Knowing what to post on social media for your business, when to post, how often, it can all be so overwhelming. And then the social networks constantly change things up on us, right? Want that problem to go away? Join thousands of entrepreneurs who get my daily social media marketing tips direct to their inbox for free. Each day, you'll get stories, tips, ideas, and inspiration so you can do better social media marketing, all designed to drive revenue and profits in your business without it taking up all your valuable time. And of course, if they ever aren't valuable anymore, you can easily unsubscribe at the bottom of any email. Sign up now while you're thinking about it at dailysocialmediatips.com. There's no wrong way to be an entrepreneur, and that's the dirty little secret the business gurus don't want you to know. They want you to do things their way, but their way may not be your way. The key to success is finding the strategies that work best for you. Welcome to The Six Ways with Jerry Potter. On today's show, we're sharing six ways you should break the social media rules. Welcome to episode number eight of The Six Ways. Every week, we bring on a smart, innovative guest that is thriving in their field of expertise to share their best tips with the rest of us so that we can all achieve our entrepreneurial goals because I truly believe we all do better when we all do better. Uh, my name is Jerry Potter, founder of 5-Minute Social Media and the Social Media Leads Lab. My guest today is Chelsea Pites. Uh, we met when she was speaking at an event in Seattle years ago. She teaches sales professionals how to leverage social media and technology to build a powerful personal brand and develop content that generates real leads. Chelsea, welcome to the show. I'm excited to be here. I can't believe it's been so many years that we met so long ago. We actually, that was the first time we met in the physical world. Yes. We had met before that actually on the social. So it's exciting to be here again with you. I'm excited to talk about rule breaking, even though you might be surprised that I'm actually a strict rule follower out in the real world. But yes, with social media, we're going to give permission to do it your way today. So let, so let me ask you about that. Because yeah, I mean, I've, you know, we've talked about social media obviously for years and I've watched what you do and I've watched your growth to you're over what, 50,000 followers on Instagram. And, but more importantly, like engaged followers, you have one of the most engaged audiences I've ever seen. And so, so in life, you'd say you're generally not rebellious, but, but on social media, why do you think that is? Why do you think on social media, you've always kind of given yourself permission to not do the things that everybody says? Yeah, I feel like I, I tried a lot of the things and I think that's part of it. You, you do need to try different things because how do you know you don't like batch creating your videos if you haven't tried it and given it a go and tried a content calendar? So I have tried all of the different things and I do love learning. So I do love looking to other experts out there who have tried things and researched and then try to apply that to my world. What I found was some of it was not bringing me joy. Some of it was making me feel, mm, I wasn't even feeling good about making the content in a certain way, or I felt overwhelmed, or I felt like I had to do something because that's what somebody else had told me. And I made a decision, well, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to have to do it my way that feels right for me at that time and sustainable and for my energy level and my, my level of season of business and life and what might be going on. So I didn't set out to break the rules. I started to think about how can I bend things and see <laughs> if it will still work for me. And I was pleasantly surprised to find that 
when I did things in a way that might have been different from somebody else, it absolutely worked for me. And so I love that we're talking about giving permission to embrace social media and creating content in different ways. And we're also going to talk about the whys and why we might break some social media rules and maybe even bust some myths as well. It's <laughs> a good point. It's not just permission. It's it's uh, yeah. It's good right. to understand uh, why why that these are um, okay to rules to, to break. And some of the yeah, I mean, some of them definitely fall under myths. Some of them are, are, are at least on my list are are theoretically good advice. But as you kind of described, the most important thing is to get out there, right? And start seeing what works. And if we get held up on a specific thing that we believe, oh, we have to do it this way, then we don't get out there at all. So, all right. So six uh, six ways you should break the social media rules. Um, Chelsea is going to share three and I brought three as well. Also, um, our question of the week from Gio, who said, I saw you were going to talk about the social media rules you should break. Are there some you should never break as well? So uh, stay tuned. We'll talk about that too on the show um, at the very end. So you can mull that over in the back of your mind, Chelsea, um, as we go here. So, all right. Um, we play rock, paper, scissors on this show to see who goes first. Okay. So um, up in yes, front of yes. the, uh, up in front of the camera and we do one, two, three, shoot. Okay. Here we go. One, here we go. two, three, shoot. And every week I laugh. Oh, oh paper beats rock. Every week you I laugh got me. because of the uh, slight <laughs> delay. Uh, it's we, It seems like we can never line up the one, two, three shoot, but that's okay. Um, all right. So I'll go first then. Uh, the, okay. the, um, the, the three, uh, three, three, well, I'll have three and, and Chelsea have, will have three. So six ways you should break the social media rules. Uh, number one is the rule you should break is trying to be everywhere. And it's really frustrating when I hear about this because it's kind of, you know, in the beginning, um, when social media came out, it was free, right? And we're like, oh, we've got to take these advertising platforms. But if we go back to when advertising was paid, no small business owner, no entrepreneur, no small you know, person who works with small businesses will go, all right, we got to get our radio buy-in and we got to buy our TV ads and our billboard and our, you know, our phone book if we want to go back that far. Nobody would ever do that. Yet now we feel like we have to be everywhere. And so I always say that's the first rule you should break is pick one platform, go all in on it and make sure that you are not stretching yourself too thin because there's no way um, most businesses, even if you've got a small team, are going to do well in all of the different places. And you kind of follow that. Yes, I love that. And and I I, I say this all the time. More is only better if it's better for you and your <laughs> mental health and your levels of sustainability. And some people that we know, Jerry, absolutely love creating content every single day and love putting it everywhere. And if even use systems to make sure that it goes out and then it goes, you know, it's it's zapped uh, through Zapier over here and it's transcribed and then it connects over here. And I love that for them. Um, and then there's people like myself who really want to focus on building uh, one particular platform in a community. It doesn't mean I don't have a profile or ever post on any of the other socials, but I know for me that I don't want to water down all the things. I want to be able to show up and connect. And for me, engagement is so important and I can't possibly engage 
all day long on multiple platforms. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I do pick and choose. And that's where you, the technology is great. AI and, and all these automations where it'll repost all of your stuff. But I see people teaching repurposing and it's like, yeah, and look, and I put it here and here and here. And it's like, oh, cool. How, how, how much business did you get from that one view that you got because you took your Instagram reel and you put it on Twitter or whatever it might be? I like, I want to try, and it doesn't always work. We're always experimenting, right? But I want to, I want to show up with the right content for the right places. And so I'm kind of expanding, you know, to more networks now, but as you said, I'm trying to build the systems and everything with it. So, all right. Social media rules you should break. Number two, what do you got, Chelsea? I'm often asked when I'm teaching a workshop or a class, I, I have so many people that will come up to me and say, I need to know when is the best time of day to post to get the most engagement and most views and most reach? And should I be posting on a specific day of the week? And to that, I love answering and teaching about the recommendation algorithm, which is, I think, one of the best things that's happened to our content in a long while. And now it's on pretty much every platform. And just simply put, I don't look at specific dates and times any longer. I used to look at my insights. Yes, you can go and look at your audience and get a general idea of when people might be, yeah. uh, you know, more active. And what I found was two things. One, I would miss my window. It would be like 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. Pacific time on Tuesdays are the best time to post. And this was years ago. And I found myself getting stressed. And the more and more I was like, I got to get this done because I got to make sure I post because I have to optimize everything. <laughs> and it was stressing me out. And then I would miss the window. And I was like, oh, I'll wait till next week. And, and I knew myself. And so I would come up with excuses. And that was one of the barriers. And I thought, you know what? I'd rather be posting consistently than, than miss it and, and feel stressed and, and content stressed. Now, fast forward to a few years ago where we're now using recommendation algorithms, which is not based necessarily on recency or how often you are posting. It's based on relevancy. If you are searching for that particular topic, then the algorithms are going to serve it to you, which is great. So that means that if I posted something six months ago, I can still have someone new find that content. Historically on Facebook and Instagram, we'd had a short cycle of life of, for that content, for that feed post to get any um, engagement after a day or two. It was mm -hmm. kind of, you know, it would kind die. Of just die off. Yeah. And, and now with with reels and the recommendation algorithm, um, you know, your content can, can take on a, a new life after you think it's already been a week or two or six weeks. And all of a sudden people are, are commenting again on something that you posted. So I love that we no longer have to be so stressed about times and dates and how um, many times a week or day we are posting, as long as you're consistent, which I know we've heard that a million times. If yeah. somebody says consistency or authenticity or value one more time, right? <laughs> um, but really, if you're getting ranked against you, I think that's important to talk about with the, with the algorithm too. You know, if you're posting every day, Jerry, and I'm posting, you know, twice a week, um, you know, Instagram or whatever platform isn't going to say, we're going to punish you, Chelsea, because you are not posting as much as Jerry. And we want right. you to be posting as much as Jerry because I am still engaging. I am still an active community member. And that counts for something. Also, are you going to get more potential reach, more potential views, more potential um, to grow faster than me? Sure. 
because you're doing more and that is going to give a different you know volume than i am but i'm not going to get punished because you are posting more than i if i'm all over the place then it's going to be a little bit harder for that algorithm to have a baseline of what my usual activity is but i'm super excited that i no longer have to schedule something or turn on an alarm or get stressed because oh my gosh it's wednesday at 10 45 a.m and i better get this post out because my insights are telling me this is the best day to post. Isn't it funny how we used to stress over that stuff? When I was at the agency, we'd be like, okay, I see a lot of our competitors are posting at 11. So I'm going to post at 1057, make sure we get into the feed a few minutes before them and make sure it's there. And now I always tell people, I'm like, good content will reach people. It doesn't matter when. And, and like you talked about the, the life of an Instagram reel, for example, you know, sometimes somebody's commenting on or liking a reel that I forgot I made. And it's kind of cool because it's been six weeks or whatever. Yes. You're like, oh my God, it's so recent people. <laughs> shared a reel into their story and tagged me. And I was like, when did I make this? I don't recognize this reel. And, it, and I'm like, oh my gosh, this reel is like from months ago. That's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Um, social media rules you should break. Number three. And this is a rule. It's not written anywhere, but it's one that I see people following all the time. And it's that you should be on the platform that everyone else in your industry is on. And we see this a lot. I know, Chelsea, you've worked with, for example, real estate agents and 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 people in that community a lot in the past. And, and they all kind of go, oh, well, all, everybody's on Instagram. So I have to be on Instagram. It's the platform for real estate agents. And maybe, maybe you should be on Instagram or, oh, I'm a, I'm a fitness professional, so I have to be on, on here or whatever it might be. Maybe you should, but you're then going to be lost in this sea. You know, you're going to be the small fish in the giant ocean. And it's kind of like, imagine if you walked into a, um, into a, a room full of all of your competitors, that's not where you want to stand, right? You, it's very advantageous. And so, sometimes we see somebody in an industry go off and decide, okay, instead of Instagram, I'm going to do LinkedIn or I'm going to do Snapchat or whatever. And they crush it because they're one of the only people there. Now, I'm not saying you should go where there isn't anybody in your industry because people are sometimes on the same platform because it's a great platform for making those connections and those relationships, but not always. So uh, the rule that I think you should break is deciding just to be on a platform because you feel like everyone you know in your industry is on that specific platform. So I love it. And it tees up my next rule that you should break. This goes hand in hand and it almost might be um, somewhat of the same um, idea is to not change your strategy every time there's a new update or a new feature <laughs> that is happening on the platform of your choice. And, and you and I are often talk about Instagram updates and we jokingly, but seriously are, are saying, well, you know, how many updates did we get today? There's always something going on. And I think that we saw this uh, really drastically magnified when reels came out. Mm. And now we have reels or some variation of that on YouTube and Facebook and everywhere in between. Um, and so it, it, people, of course, want to rush to try these new things. And sometimes they stick and they stick really well and become part of the our, our strategy. That was like when Instagram put stories in it. 
and that was newer. Um, but remember it IGTV and they tried to make long form happen for a long while. And so, you know, you never know what might go on with the products. And we were just talking about something like Instagram notes and we're, we, I wasn't so sure if that was going to be something that was going to take off. It seems like it's still going to be around, but a lot of people pivoted to only short form vertical video. Mm-hmm. And I personally don't only like to watch short form vertical video. I love a, a, a long caption. And I think some people are shocked because they're like, do people even read captions anymore? And I'm like, I do. That's how I prefer <laughs> to learn. And so variety and, and knowing, first of all, getting really clear about who you are, what your unique superpowers are, how you help people, how to articulate that and who you're talking to, because that is a strategy that is not going to change. And so knowing that, yes, the formats are going to come and go. Uh, We don't know. Instagram might go away in five years. Who knows? There might be a completely new TikTok, Snapchat, fill in the blank, whatever. Yeah. And so, um, you know, it's important to see what's going on and to try new things because you will learn something that you can hopefully add to your toolbox that you can then use on any platform that is going to have that format. But even if even even if Adam, the CEO of Instagram himself says something, hey, everyone, we want you to use three to five hashtags. Here's what I love to say. Do you know the why? Do you yeah. know the why? And nobody ever really heard the why. In fact, I I just kind of read something and I thought, oh my gosh, is this finally the why that we've been waiting for on hashtags and why they said that? And so I think it's important to always know like, okay, these are for-profit companies. There's reasons that they are suggesting and we don't always know the reasons. It could truly be something that they have, you know, wanting to help um, users not stress about, you know, content or maybe in some some cases with like hashtags, they make some changes because there's bad actors that are trying to use hashtags that are right. popular to create content and have people see it. And, you know, that sounds great. We, we would like to maybe get rid of some of that uh, bad actor content. So there's all different reasons going on in the background that we will never know. And so you have to only be able to control what you know about you and your business and your ideal customer and your message and how you are delivering that to your audience. I love that, yeah. So don't change strategy every time there's a new feature because 95% of the stuff they announce is gone in six months, if you even ever got access to it. And so, yeah, I always say, if you can work, if you can add it into your regular workflow, by all means. But when we chase these things, because, you know, Facebook Live, Facebook groups, Instagram, you know, right now, broadcast channels just rolled out to everybody on Instagram, and they're going to be the hot thing for a while. And then later on, they'll probably still exist, or they may just completely shut them down. Um, And so, yeah, that's, I love that one so, so much. All right. Social media rules you should break. Number five, is uh, any of the rules that are platform specific. And again, these are not rules that are written anywhere, but I have these conversations with people all the time. And and it's like, oh, well, I heard I should only post about business on LinkedIn. Or I heard that um, I'm not allowed or I shouldn't post about business on my Facebook personal profile. Ignore all of that because we are connecting as people more than anything else. And so um, I've actually seen people, I think LinkedIn has the most... Um, the most adamant people about that kind of stuff where it's just like, 
I don't want to hear about your dog on LinkedIn, you know, and it's like, yeah, but if your dog is part of your life or your dog's your coworker or, or you know, there's a dog sitting at my feet right now, post about it on LinkedIn, you're going to get a lot of engagement. But I think as especially this becomes more true right now with this kind of stuff where as we head into the world of AI and AI writing our posts and all this kind of stuff, everything is going to start to look the same. And so post about your dog and tie it back to your business if you feel like you have to on LinkedIn. And on, you know, Facebook, we hear time, we've heard these stories about, oh, you can't, you know, use a Facebook personal profile for for a commercial game, but you can talk about how much you love what you do. You can talk about how much you love your clients and your customers and how lucky you are to be, do what you do and change lives or whatever industry you're in. So um, if you've heard these rules about what you're supposed to post on a certain platform, uh, this is your permission to ignore them. And you will probably do better on that platform than if you decided to try and stick to that rule like everybody else does. So I love it. Oh my gosh. Are we at our final rule? Yes. Are we at number six? Rules you should break. Yeah. On social media. Rules you should break on social media. Number six, Chelsea. What's the last one? Number six is to not overly focus on certain metrics. Now, this is a topic that many of my coaching clients ask me, and I actually do teach classes, believe it or not, Jerry, because I know you know me, and I do break <laughs> a lot of the rules, I actually teach people about metrics. And I believe that there are so many incredible, meaningful metrics, and I also know that there are many metrics that we cannot control and there are many meaningful metrics that we cannot track. And what I see time and time again are people getting discouraged and disappointed because they're creating videos. Let's, for this example, use reels. And they're saying, oh my gosh, I'm not getting that many views or this one had this many views and that one had that many views. Now, of course, if we're gonna run a real scientific reels test, well, we have to make sure that there's not a whole bunch of variables, but that's for another show. But what I can tell you is that, you know, the metrics they give you and the insights that you can see on different platforms, you can really only see a certain amount of, of things there. You can't ever measure the aha moment that somebody has when they watch your video, whether it's on YouTube or anywhere else. And they're like, oh my gosh, Jerry just explained that in a way that I've never heard anybody else. It totally made sense to me. That was awesome because they may not leave you a comment, right? Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean that you didn't have this impact on somebody else on the other side. Now, granted, for businesses and agencies, we understand KPIs, metrics. Yeah, you got to measure things. So what I usually do is start people with what kind of metrics can you control? What kind of metrics can you create that you can measure? And a lot of the ones that are on social media, we don't really control those. Mm. We can't possibly control how many comments we get. We can't control what kind of comments we get. But what we can control is, are we committing to a certain number of posts a week? Are we committing to proactively initiating conversations uh, with people in the direct messages. You can also proactively control, are you limiting your amount of content consumption and increasing your amount of content creation? So whatever those metrics 
look like for you and your individual personality and needs and a point of time in your life or season of your business, you know, you're traveling with your family, that impacts how you can plan or what you need to do in order to continue to consistently run a business while you may be in different places and different time zones. So having that flexibility of saying, okay, it doesn't only have to just be these metrics, views, comments, shares. Now, of course, watch time, very important. It's going to give you a lot of you know insight into is there an area of my video that I need to work on? Yeah. Yes, that's really good to look at. And also, if you are stopping making videos, if you are stopping making content, if you are feeling so stressed, if you are feeling discouraged because you are looking at metrics and you are saying, my content isn't working, I should just stop doing this, there are indicators. And also there are things that you might have to do where you don't look at those metrics or you make up your own metrics to keep going and to keep staying consistent. And so that's what I personally do is I make up a lot of my own metrics. <laughs> I don't get lost looking at the insights because I know myself. I know myself. Self-awareness is key. And I know myself. And if I start looking at those numbers, I'll be like, why did this real, this, this, this real three weeks ago did really well. God, just keeps going down from that. What's happening? Oh my gosh, I've lost my content and I don't know what I'm doing. You know, it's like all of these different stories that we might tell ourselves are these limiting beliefs or Hey, it could be summer vacation. Maybe people aren't yep. really watching it as much. It has nothing to do with you. Maybe it's the song that you used. Maybe it's an algorithm. Who knows yep. all of these different things. So it is hard to really pinpoint it. And I know that there are some people out there that absolutely thrive at looking at their metrics on a regular, regular daily basis. I don't happen to be one of those people. <laughs> I love that you said, you know, like I've seen you say, you know, the, the metrics that you need to watch aren't available on that insights panel sometimes. <laughs> you know, some of them are. We want to, obviously, we want our stuff to reach as many of the right people as possible, but some of them aren't in there. Right. And so, yeah, it's great right. to ignore that. And I I, uh, I want to bring up, and I don't know if you still say this or not, but I think my favorite uh, Chelsea Pites quote of all time is uh, is about that idea of, of you know, spending that time engaging and not just creating the content and, you, and you'd say stop contenting start commenting you know then and that's yeah, that social part commenting. of social media yeah less contenting more commenting i love that and by the way let's reshift our mindset about commenting that's the most important content it's also the only original content so why can't we look at our conversations as a form of content, right? So, um, thank you for for bringing that up. No, oh, that's a passionate. great that's a great mindset shift, though. Too is yeah, comments are content, and especially on some platforms. I think LinkedIn, everything mm -hmm. on LinkedIn is in the comments. You could Absolutely. never post and get so much business from LinkedIn. Facebook groups are the same way, and uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's great to think of that as content as well. Okay, so if you missed any, we'll, we'll do a quick recap of the six ways you should break the social media rules in a second. Uh, real quick, are uh, question of the week from Gio, which was related to this. Um, he said, I saw you were going to talk about the social media rules you should break. Are there some you should never break? 
as well. And uh, my mind just started spiraling with this because it was kind of like, well, <laughs> I, I don't think anybody should, you know, everybody doesn't need to do things the exact same way for sure that we should be thinking about, you know, breaking the rules. But, um, but I'll let you go first, Chelsea. Are there any rules you feel like people should never break in social media or best practices or things like that? Yeah. I mean, you know, there's always an asterisk, right? Um, but I am a big believer and I'm not, this is again, a perfect segue. Um, I'm going to say, over automating communication. There is so many amazing things about automation and AI and systems. And one of the things that I really feel strongly about, and even more so in the last few years with the rise of, of AI and automation, is that there are so many magical things about being an unscalable human and hmm. truly connecting and 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 having a real conversation with someone and not automating that. Now, I mean, I'm a big proponent of saving yourself time, being efficient. If you're using something like ManyChat where you're saying comment this word, absolutely. We want you to be smart marketer and efficient and I am a big fan of never spamming people and I consider polite spam, self-serving marketing <laughs> messages, whether you're typing them out by hand or you are automating them. I'm a big believer of what would you do in real life? Would you say that to somebody that you hadn't even said hello right. to? <laughs> or Probably not. Some some people would. So um, while you know automation is awesome, I, I'm still a big you know proponent of there. Are, there are certain things about marketing with heart and humanity, not hustle or hacks, that are going to go a long way. And it certainly does take more time out of your day to manually you know be a human and you know talk to people and actually send them a voice message. But um, that that's one rule that I would like to see less often uh, being broken. I, I'm thinking about those unsolicited direct messages that I get. And now I'm picturing somebody walking them up and saying it to me in the produce section at the grocery store. You know, like I'm trying to figure out if yes. an avocado is ripe and they're like, hey, could you handle 25 to 50 appointments a day if we were able to book them or for the, you? Or? The best ones when they make you feel bad and they're like, that shirt is terrible on you. I could help you with that. <sighs> <laughs> you know, like, like, oh, well, okay, your content could be performing so much better. Would you like to hire me? Yes. Uh, okay. All right. So um, Gio's question was, are there social media rules you shouldn't break? And the first one that popped into my head was spelling and grammar. Um, this is something that, mm -hmm. um, and it's not for everybody. Some people are not as uptight, but in general, if you want to come across as professional, I'm not saying you shouldn't use slang and emojis to spice things up and personality. And, and you know, some people have their own sort of languages or, or slang that becomes part of their brand. And that's amazing. But, um, you know, when I used to hire community managers, when I worked at the agency, it was like, you know, the, the CEO would be like, you know, who do you need? And I'm like, just make sure they have basic spelling, basic spelling and grammar, and I can teach the rest and I can inspire the rest. And so that's one I think um, that's really important. And sometimes people get a little too cutesy with that stuff and they'll replace words with emojis and you have to, your brain has to slow down to figure out what it says. Um, and then the other one that popped into my head was uh, don't buy followers. <laughs> 
<laughs> that's a social media oh, rule you yes. should never break. That's, that's a good one to not break. I, I agree with that one. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, but remember everything on social media is experiment and everything that we do. And so that's why rules should be broken um, in a lot of cases. So let's do a quick recap. Um, six ways you should break the social media rules. The three I gave were um, don't try to be everywhere. This idea that all businesses should be on all social networks. You know, you're not an international airline most likely, so you don't have to be everywhere. Uh, second one, trying to focus on the platforms that everyone in your industry is on. Sometimes there's a really good reason for you to be on a different platform so that you can be the big fish in the small pond instead of the tiny, tiny fish in the big ocean. And then finally, um, any of the rules that are platform specific, like you shouldn't post about personal stuff on LinkedIn or you shouldn't post about business on your Facebook personal profile. It is your platform. And sometimes you will do really well by breaking those rules and being a more well-rounded person. And then uh, Chelsea, the three social media rules you should break that you gave? Yes. Um, being too stressed about the specific day of the week, the specific time that you're posting, the recommendation algorithm, and your audience is going to do the heavy lifting. If you're creating content that is meant for a specific audience, is going to help them, educate them, entertain them, or solve their problems, the good news is it is going to usually be served to those people if you post at 2 a.m. or 2 p.m. <laughs> um, the second one that I brought was to stay the course in your strategy, even when things change and update on a platform. Try it out, see if you want to incorporate it, but know that what the new shiny object is of the week of the month of the year on that platform may or may not serve you or your audience and you know what's right for for your audience and what they need and what also feels good and authentic for you as well last but not least as we talked about metrics and not um, only looking at metrics that you're able to track uh, inside of your insights and the possibility of creating your own metrics if you want to do that as well. Very nice. Okay. So six social media rules that you should break. Some really awesome stuff was shared today. So remember, we all do better when we all do better. So if you can take a second right now, think of somebody else that could benefit from some of what we talked about today and tag them or send it to them or you know whatever is easiest for you. Next week on the show, six ways to increase your camera confidence confidence. Uh, my guess is going to be a, a TV personality, TV anchor turned uh, now person who helps somebody uh, helps us with uh, camera confidence and uh, online video. So super excited for that. If you want any of the links or to connect with the amazing Chelsea Pites, check the show notes at the six ways.com slash the number eight. And uh, thank you all for listening and watching and being here. And Chelsea, thank you so much for being on the show as well. Really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Fun as always. The Six Ways is recorded every Friday before a live online audience. To join us for the live backstage pre-party and the after show Q&A, find all of the upcoming shows at thesixways.com. And remember to take action on something you heard today and let us know how it goes.
I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And don't forget to sign up at dailysocialmediatips.com to get the same powerful tips and strategies that thousands of other entrepreneurs enjoy receiving direct to their inbox each day for free. Just the first couple emails you get have completely transformed the way some business owners look at their social media marketing. Want to see how? Sign up now at dailysocialmediatips.com and we'll see you in the next episode.